Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> happy anti-Christmas. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that intro. Wow, that was really good. I've been getting into method acting, you know. Wow, good for yeah. you. Thank you. Um, When I was doing a little bit of like research for this or getting inspo for this episode, I searched like anti-Christmas list and it all mm-hmm. was just like gifts to get someone that is anti-Christmas, like gifts to get the oh. Grinch in your life. And I okay. was like, that's not quite what I'm looking for, but that is pretty funny that there's a, a niche the market for that. Yeah. Well, I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And this week, you've probably gotten the hint, we're going to be doing kind of an anti-wish list type of episode here. So yeah. we've done a lot of like our wish list and our recommendations mm-hmm. of what to get people over the years. And we kind of felt like this year we should mix it up and kind of talk about some things. Number one, we wouldn't recommend putting on your list. And mm-hmm. then also things that we wouldn't recommend you getting for other people. Yeah. So think of this as like the de-influencing of gifts for the year. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, I'm excited. I think this will be a fun episode. And yeah, Anya and I did interpret the prompt of this episode differently, uh, and that's how we ended up with the episode that you're going to hear today. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be good. We have some good stuff on the list. I'm very yes. passionate about bad Christmas gifts, generally mm. speaking. Yeah, and I feel like the holidays is such a great time, but it also has the potential to be like such a wasteful time from like yeah. a consumerism standpoint, and also like just like financially, like you're spending so yeah. much money, and you want to make sure that you're. Money is going towards like things that people are actually going to want and you want to make sure that people are spending their money on you on things that you're going to want. So that's the whole point. We're just trying to like – we both like the holidays. We're not Grinches. But we're just trying to like make sure that everyone's money is going towards like the best possible outcomes here, you know? Yeah, for sure. But before we do that, we'll get started with our segments. And if you want to skip them, you can check the timestamp in the description to skip to the main episode content. All right. So for my weekend review, it was my birthday weekend this past mm-hmm. weekend. And what did I do? Absolutely overscheduled myself with <laughs> I did, did not have a single free moment for three yeah. straight days, um, as I do. So I'll give you the lowdown. So on Friday, I actually had a really bad morning. I don't really want to talk about it, but just like <laughs> I did cry to my boss. Um, and then I did log off and I took a half day, which was already planned, but it was perfect timing, yeah. really. Um, and I got a massage. I got my first ever like Thai massage. It wasn't an entirely Thai massage. It was kind of a hybrid Thai and like traditional and like hot stone, like all in one. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you didn't know a Thai massage, like normally you're clothed. I was not, I was naked. Um, but they like Mm -hmm. stretch you, like they kind of put, get you into positions. So it almost felt like a hybrid massage partner yoga chiropractor appointment. Wow. Is is what how I would put it. Like, for example, she like, you know, uh, you know how in dance we used to like stretch each other and we would go into like cobra and like lift hold the yes. person's arms back, like that kind of thing. But then she would be like massaging Ooh. you while she was doing that. Like stuff like that. Or like how you take your knee across your body and like twist your spine, but then be like massaging you while you're in that position. So it was pretty interesting. Um yeah. and I also did a scrub because they had like a package of like massage and scrub. And when I tell you I was shocked to have any skin left at the end, I was scrubbed. Like, I was literally like, ouch. But, you know, not a dead skin cell in sight anymore. Yeah, so true. And then I had some friends over. Kylie was there um, to have sushi and watch The Hunger Mm -hmm. Games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perfect evening. I did um, catch my nail on fire. That was fun. Yes, it was crazy. Yeah. Because I I have dip usually on. And so – I mean, I guess it makes sense that that would be flammable, but this yeah. brain did not perceive that. And so like, yeah. you know, a couple of glasses of wine in, I was lighting like the taper candles that we had on the dinner table. And I didn't even notice that it was on fire. It was probably on fire for like several seconds before I like smelt it. I was like, what is that? And I looked down and just fully my nail in yeah. flames. Yeah. So. And I was in the other room at the time and all I hear is 
is your nail on fire? <laughs> I was like, what? And, and sure like, enough. it just barely charred my actual nail, but the dip did a mm-hmm. great job protecting. Like, we just cut off that little bit that got charged. I got them charred. I got them redone today, and you would never mm-hmm. know. They look great. So, uh, Tina was did your nail tech? I was going to say, what did Tina, uh, what was her response? She weirdly didn't seem like that surprised. I feel like it's got to be like, <laughs> somewhat normal i don't know because like if you use a regular lighter like if you don't have one of the candle lighters i can see how it could happen to other people you know yeah she wasn't that surprised overall though i don't know if that's a personal dig at me or um (laughs) she's like silly anya of course course you you did (laughs) ready asmr nice nice i have a poppy too love that for us i have the ginger lime one though i have the raspberry rose and then um, on Saturday, I went to a banya, which if you're not familiar with Eastern European culture, is like a traditional kind of spa experience there where you go between a steam room, a sauna, a cold plunge, and like a room temperature sa- shower. Um, and it's supposed to be like good for your immune system. And so I went to a bunch when I was in Russia and it was just like nostalgic for me because I, I realized that they opened one in the Boston area, which I was very excited to. See, it's in Newton if you are local. Yeah. Um, it's called Kilo Steam and Spa, and I really liked it. It was a great experience. Um, they alternate days, so it was like women's only, which was everything I would want. Um, yeah. And they have a little cafe, so I got like Russian snacks. It was great. I was very like nostalgic, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and then I had rehearsal, so I went to that. And then I got dinner with my parents and grandparents. And then on Sunday, me and Kylie went to Newport. So that was yesterday. Yeah. Newport, Rhode Island, which I hadn't been there in like years. Like I didn't yeah. really remember it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to the Breakers, which is uh, the Vanderbilt's summer cottage. So if you're mm-hmm. counting, that is two Vanderbilt mansions that I have now visited this year. <laughs> um, I went to the Biltmore in August. And we shopped around on, mm-hmm. what is it, Thames Street? Yeah. Do you think it's like after the River Thames? I assume. Well, so that's so New England of us. Yeah. Um, and then we got food and wine at the Newport Winery, which was lovely. Mm-hmm. It's not in Newport. Yeah. It's just no. outside. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh, then I picked up Grant from the airport. <laughs> and now I'm here. <laughs> and it's Monday. Wow. Yeah. Um, Anya and I did have a bit of a flop in Newport. We got. I'm using air quotes, permanent jewelry rings. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, the girl that was doing them was, like, they're not actually going to be permanent. Like, they can and will fall off eventually. It's more, like, custom-sized mm-hmm. rings. But Anya and I were both uh, dehydrated at the time that we got them. So our fingers were a little puffy. And then come later in the day, once we had had a sufficient amount of water, uh, both of ours fell <laughs> Yeah, like around the same moment, like both at yeah. like 7 p.m. We were like, wait a damn minute. They don't fit anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that's so, unfortunate. I guess you would have had to get them extra tight in the moment to like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really feel like my fingers were that swollen, but I guess my fingers just must change size like pretty drastically. Yeah, yeah me as well. Um, But honestly, I was thinking about how anytime I like travel anywhere, I do get super dehydrated. So I'm like, we'll pop her on when I travel places and I'll have True. a cute stack on my chubby swollen fingers and it'll be a-okay um anya's lucky yours was a pinky ring so you can now put it on like your index or even like your middle finger depending mine yeah. was on my middle finger and so it's just too big for all of my phalanges now so phalanges unfortunate <laughs> unfortunately it hasn't stretched enough yet to fit another finger but i'm sure oh, okay yeah. yeah um but yeah I luckily it wasn't too expensive, but yeah, a little yeah. disappointing because I was excited to have. I like permanent yeah. jewelry, so I was like excited to have something else. But noted that like the fingers aren't the best ones to get for sure. Yeah, now I'm just seeing it as like a chain ring. Yeah, that I bought. You know what I mean? Because it is like the same material as or the same chain as like a bracelet or a necklace would be. It's not a uh, like solid metal. Yeah, band if that makes sense. Um, for my week in review, I was present for a lot of Anya's, uh, birthday festivities, mm-hmm. but I, on Saturday, uh, our friend Rachel, whose birthday is tomorrow, I believe when we are recording this, uh, she had a bunch of people, she had some like friends from 
her hometown in New York come in and uh, we all went to, is it Bow or Bow? Bow. I never know. Bow. It's like because the street it's on curves like a bow. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Okay. So we went to Bow Market, um, which was, again, tying into last week's Week in Review. Very brave of me because Anya couldn't go because she was uh, at dinner with her parents and her grandparents. And I didn't know who from dance. We know Rachel from dance if I didn't say that. Uh, but I don't know who, I didn't know who from dance at the time was going. So I kind of like went into it being like, Rachel could very much be the only person that I know at this social event. Um, and I went anyways, which is very brave of me, but there did end up being, um, people from dance that I knew. So I was able to chat with them for a little bit. And then people who I didn't necessarily overlap with, with dance, but who were part of the dance work community at some point. Um, so I was able to like find common ground there. And then Rachel's friends were lovely and they made me feel very included um, and welcomed. So that was very nice. But the last, I had only been to Bow Market one other time. It's in Somerville. It's in Somerville. And all of the stores were closed. Every single one of them. And it was like literal ghost town. And I feel like I went with Zach and I feel like we went like when it was nice weather outside. Like we were like, oh, Bow Market is a good idea. It's a nice day. And it was well, just, like deserted. <laughs> let me. I work near Bow Market, so I've got the scoop. Um, okay. Well, just in general, if people are like, literally, what are you talking about? It's like this repurposed old like warehouse area in Somerville, and they basically house like um, pop up brick and mortars there. So like for entrepreneurs that want to have like a physical location but can't co- yet commit to getting their own lease or their own space or whatever. They do like pop-ups there for like six months at a time or whatever. So it's like Mm -hmm. usually these like really small businesses and they always have like weird hours and they don't align well with each other all the time. So you do need to like like align it very well to actually catch like everything open for sure. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I just assumed – I knew it was like pop-up style, very small businesses, but I assumed that like there was – like an overall like bow market control of no. hours. Interesting. It's like up to all of them. Yeah. So like it's in their best interest, obviously, to time it when it's going to be well, busy, but like not all of them yeah. do. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Well, I was very lucky that they were all open. So I was able to, there was a little like book and wine store went mm-hmm. in there. Uh, there's a record store, classic. Of course, I went in there. Um, and then I also got to try, they have a really cool cocktail bar there right now called The Nook. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really, really good. I highly recommend. Um, and I had never been to Rebel Rebel. Mm-hmm. And so I got a glass of wine from there as well. Uh, but yeah, it was very good. They have sauce there too, which has such good fries and impossible nugs. So if you're a vegetarian you want some chicken nugs, go to South. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was glad to have like an actual successful bow market experience because I was – the last time I went, I was kind of like, literally, what is the point of this? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's no fun. Nothing's open. So I can see the hype and why it's a, a fun experience if you time it right. Mm-hmm. And they do fun like igloos in the winter. Yeah. Reserve, which is nice. Yeah. And it's a good place to go if everyone has – it's kind of like timeout in the sense of like if everyone has like kind of different preferences or like a different mm-hmm. palette, you can go there and everyone can kind of like get their own thing. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's transition into our favorites. So I probably should have looked up what this is called in – real life beforehand but i'll put it in the description i called it the sticky phone thingy i guess if you guys have seen the octo buddy on like tiktok it's like this little suction cup situation that sticks to your phone and then you can suction your phone to any flat surface which makes it nice for like taking videos or pictures of yourself because it can make any flat surface a tripod so i had been considering getting an octo buddy but i was like i like my phone case like i have a case to fi case that's pretty new I spent a lot on it. Like, I don't want to ruin it with the OctoBuddy because, like, I didn't know how easily it would come off and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I found this one on Amazon that's double-sided suction cups. And so it kind of solves for that problem because it's not permanently on your phone all the time. You just stick it on your phone when you want to use it. So I just keep it in my dance bag because I pretty much only wanted it to take, like, dance um, 
like improvement tracking kind of videos, progress videos. That's, that's the word I'm looking for progress. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like so great. It was like $12 and it sticks really well. At first I was like, oh, I feel like maybe it's not going to be the most safe for my phone. Cause like, mm-hmm. I don't know, suction cup, like how good can it be? It's pretty crazy. It sticks arguably too well. Yeah. Um, and now that I've tried it, I just cannot imagine actually having that on your phone at all times because if you put your phone down on any surface with it on, it sticks. So like that would be so annoying to have all yeah. these on your phone. Like like I feel like that would just get so bothersome. Yeah. Um, so I like this version. If you've been considering getting an OctoBuddy, I'll link this one so that you can have the option of removing it occasionally because yeah. I guess maybe it would be convenient if you were like a real influencer and you might truly film like whenever so you want to have it yeah. on. But, like, I know that it's only going to be in certain situations, so I just keep it in that bag and it's fine. Yeah. And it feels so funny when you hold it and it's on. Yeah, it does feel weird. It's like a weird <laughs> tactile like, experience. Yeah, a sensory nightmare, some may Yeah. Say. <laughs> well, some people like it. For some people, it's like a fidget. Uh, okay, I guess I could kind of see that. Yeah, but I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't really like anything on the back of my phone. Like, I've had, like, textured yeah, cases and stuff in the past, and it's like, I just, I want it to be, like, smooth. Same. I wasn't even, like, a big pop socket person no me neither i only like i like a pop socket for my kindle that's Mm. nice i don't have one on my kindle but i i see it more because it's bigger yeah and then my other favorite is the chantilly berry cake from whole foods so it is so (laughs) good it is unreasonably good it was my request for my birthday cake and i still have some leftovers and like it is it's perfect it it's a white vanilla cake with like very 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 light frosting in the sense of like it's not buttercream it's got to be like whipped in some way and I think the frosting has like either an amaretto or like a slightly like almond flavor to it at least for me it for sure does Mm -hmm. oh no wonder I love it and then there's fresh berries like such fresh berries in the cake in the middle of the cake blackberries blueberries raspberries strawberries maraschino cherries uh blueberries the size of freaking grapes like yes. we cut into the cake and i literally was like is that a grape in the middle <laughs> of the cake and it was a blueberry it oh, is so, so good. good and it comes in a couple sizes so i think we got the smaller one that's meant for like yeah. eight servings or whatever but yeah it's like close to 30 dollars. but if you have to like bring a cake somewhere if you're like on cake duty for someone's birthday or like a party or you're just going to like a gathering and like you don't know what to bring it is a crowd pleaser. It is yeah. so good. And I've seen on TikTok sure. some people have it as their wedding cake. Like they just get sheets of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. the way I would absolutely do that, like it is unreasonably delicious. I just it's everything yeah. I like in a dessert. Like not too sweet, fresh, light. Mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. It's so good. Uh for my favorite this week, I actually I'm Anya and I are drinking poppies right now. Uh, but I tried the cranberry fizz flavor, which is their holiday flavor. So I know it's limited edition. I think it might be new this year. Mm -hmm. Like I think this is a new flavor, a new limited edition flavor overall. But I had seen like people on like influencers on TikTok and whatnot drinking it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I stumbled across on Amazon a variety pack that came with the cranberry fizz, the ginger lime, the cherry limeade and the doc pop, doc pop, <laughs> doc pop flavor, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like is a stellar variety pack. If I were living in a perfect world, I would replace the doc pop with the raspberry rose, but that's okay. Um, I love the ginger lime and I love the cherry limeade flavor. Anyways, my point being that is how I acquired the cranberry fizz flavor and got to try it. And it is so good it is so good it's like cranberry and like tart but it has a like citrusiness to it oh it's so good i i want to buy like 20 more of them Mm -hmm. and stock up for the season i'm so sad that it's limited edition i -hmm. hope that they like just turn it into a normal flavor and don't do the holiday packaging on it or keep the holiday packaging i don't care um but yeah, if you can get your hands on it, definitely try it. It is so good. I'll link the variety pack that I got on the Amazon so that you can at least get three to try because that's how many come in it. Mm-hmm. I will say I feel like I, I'm 
more of an Olipop girl than a Poppy girl. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people always like put them in the same soda alternative bucket. And they yeah. are both soda alternatives, but they are actually really different from each other, which I didn't realize. Like mm-hmm. poppies are all about being prebiotic and like that's really like their main appeal. They don't really – they're not like that standout otherwise. Yeah. But um, pot or Olipops are all about the fiber. So I didn't realize. Yeah. I kind of thought that they had like the same value proposition. I thought they were like direct competitors, but they're really not. Yeah, I think they are – I think they're still each other's, like, most direct competitor, I would say, just in terms of, like, branding. But, yeah, Olipop – and I guess, like, fiber and probiotics, like, they both are gut Yeah, they're focused. both gut health sodas, like just that, in different yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah they true. just – same destination, different journey yeah. to get there. And I think, truthfully, Olipop – aligns more so with trying to be like a true soda alternative in terms of like their flavors than poppy yeah poppy just makes like tasty sparkling yeah things yeah and they have some like soda alternatives like i think they have a cola flavor obviously they have the doc pop one um but then they have like raspberry rose which isn't like any soda so yeah i also i i think they have different times in different places i like both for different reasons i guess I was just confused because I looked at the nutrition label for the poppy and I was like, I was like, oh, can't wait to see how much like fiber this has. And then it was only two grams. And I was like, huh? Yeah. But that's like Whereas, Olipop's thing. Yeah. And Olipop has like, what, like nine grams? Yeah, something? something crazy. Which is unbelievable for a liquid. Someone makes has no to explain sense. that. <laughs> Literally makes no sense. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back to talk about our anti-wish lists this holiday season. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. All right, we're back. And like I said, we're going to talk about our anti-wish lists. So we're going to start with things we don't recommend you put on your wish list that you are Mm -hmm. making and also things that we recommend you don't get people. Some of these yeah. kind of overlap between both, but yeah, you'll see use your discretion. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> so for the first thing that I was thinking you should not put on your list, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of these types of things on Amazon lately, just like ginormous packs of things that you would never reasonably mm. want or use all of them. Sorry if you hear my radiator, it's turn it on, can't help it. Um, but like, for example, I saw this TikTok of some girl recommending a pack of 50 eyeliners from Amazon. And it's like, yes, the thing was $28. So like per eyeliner, that is a great deal. But the odds that you're actually going to use and like every shade, every 50 shade of these eyeliners is so slim. And like the amount of space it's going to take up and the amount that are just going to like expire and like go to waste is like so dumb. I think the only rationale you could use is like if you bought a huge thing and then like split it among a ton of people, Mm -hmm. I guess that could be justified for like the holidays. But just like don't put like these ginormous packs of like. 50 eyeliners, 50 lip liners, like 10 sports bras. Like odds are you're not going to like every color. You're not going to wear every color. It's wasteful. And I think just like thinking of quality over quantity is important. Like if you could get the 50 lip liners for $28 or you could get like the one Charlotte Tilbury pillow talk that you know you're going to wear all the time, like just go for that, you know? That's exactly what I was going to say. Like if 10 sports bras are $60, like – 
but you're going to wear two of them, wouldn't you rather just invest in like one nice Lululemon or like two, I don't know, two from Athleta or something? I don't know, pricing. But yeah, I didn't know that they had like packs of 50 eyeliners and lip liners. I guess that would be good if you're a makeup artist. Yeah, if you're a makeup artist, sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think those are better to buy and divide. (laughs) And just get for yourself. You don't need 50 eyeliners, sweetie. (laughs) With love and light. (laughs) Um, My next one is also kind of beauty related. Uh, But it's the Dyson Airwrap. If you are not sure if it'll work for your hair type slash you know deep down that it won't work for your hair type. I am calling myself out on this one. The like number one qualm that I hear with the Dyson Airwrap is that it does not hold the style, mm. which like makes sense because it's using a lot less heat and it's it's damaging your hair less. And in order for a style to hold, like it does have to damage your hair. Like that's the whole science behind how your hair holds. Um and obviously, it varies in degree. Like, some people have hair that holds a curl very nicely. Some people, like me, it falls within a day. And so, I just know deep down, and I've talked to my hairstylist about this. She's like, Kylie, with love and light, you are going to spend $600 and then be so devastated when you get half a day mm-hmm. out of the style. Um So yeah, be honest with yourself. If there's a way for you to try it, if you're really dead set on it, if there's a way for you to try it beforehand and see how it holds, then then put it on your list or buy it for yourself. I don't care. But I feel like everyone's all up in arms about the Dyson Airwrap and I'm here to be your guiding light, your voice of reason that Mm -hmm. just because everyone's putting it on their wish list and they have been for the past however many Christmases since it's come out, it doesn't mean that it's the hair tool that's going to solve all of your hair problems like if your hair can't hold a curl unfortunately we just have to accept that (laughs) i would add to it's not for you if you're not like good at hair like i don't think it's like necessarily an easy tool to use yeah so like if you are someone that doesn't really tend to style your hair you never really got the hang of like curling irons and that kind of thing like i think it's a more advanced tool yeah for sure and i think a lot of people i don't know how like the narrative that it's well it's, like, good for people who don't know how to style their hair, mm-hmm. even, like, formed. Because I'm, like, I'm afraid. And all I hear is that there's a huge learning curve mm-hmm. to it. And I know I'm going to try one time and get frustrated and then it's going to sit in a drawer. Yeah. So, be honest with yourself. Go through it. Go through a mental checklist before you ask for or purchase the Dyson Airwrap. Mm-hmm. And you could always ask for the shark instead. It's, like, half yeah, the price. Yeah, True. True. Um, I do in general have a philosophy of most of the time supporting whichever brand did it first because I do mm-hmm. think there is something to the fact that like the initial people that did all the R&D like know what's best, but mm-hmm. not in this case. <laughs> yeah. It's so absurdly expensive. Yeah. Um, my next one for your anti-wish list is like some car accessories. Not all of them. I think some people are just like, oh, decorating your car is stupid in general. I don't feel that way. I think you spend a lot of time in your car. So if you want to make it cute with like, you know, bumper stickers or like cute little things that go on your vents or whatever, like I think that's fine. I have some of those things or like cup holder things. But I will say the one thing that I don't think you should put on your list or get people or ask for are like little gem things that you put I've seen ones that go like on the steering wheels and like just like different Mm -hmm. accessories and stuff because those are literally unsafe. Like they are dangerous. If you get in an accident that will like that you can lose an eye. Like if your airbag deploys and those little gems go flying, like that's so scary. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't like have that epiphany until recently. So if you're going to get little car accessories or ask for little car accessories, like make sure it's not going to make an accident, God forbid, like worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And, like, be mindful of, like, it's fun to deck out your car. And also, as women, uh, you don't want to make your car too identifiable to mm-hmm. people with the wrong intentions. Um, but, yeah. My next one is – and everyone hear me out. Everyone, take a deep breath. A Stanley Immuni- Cup. Immunity necklace. Um, immunity necklace, please. <laughs> it's a Stanley Cup. Listen, I have a simple modern cup right here. This bad boy. She's never leaked on me once. Riddle me that. $20 cheaper. Never leaked on me once. Huh? Stanley, I'm so sorry. Again, I know they're the the ones to do it first, but they did it poorly. 
the R and D was not finished. They needed to keep. <laughs> they had to go back to the drawing board for a couple of minutes. Um, I just think there's so many better water bottles out there that if you're like, if you're just buying a Stanley cup because it's trendy and cool, like don't ask for the simple modern cup, ask for an Awala, like, trust me, I, my Stanley cups are literally collecting dust in a cabinet in my kitchen because I only use my simple modern one and my Awalas because I'm like, these literally don't leak on me. This is Mm -hmm. amazing. I can travel with them. I can move them about my house and not have a trail of water following me. So I'm here to tell you that Miss Stanley is not, she's not that girl. Okay. She thinks she is, but she's not. And that's mm-hmm. okay. That's okay. De-influencing growth. Yeah. Um, on a similar de-influencing note, I've just never understood this. I've never desired this. I just think it's silly. A skincare fridge. That is so silly. I'm so it sorry. Is silly. If you have one and love it. I guess more power to you. But number one, are we really out here with that much counter space in the bathroom? No. Yeah. I have no counter space in the bathroom to have a skincare fridge. And even if I did, I have limited outlets. So like I'm not going to waste one on the skincare fridge. And also, I just have a regular (laughs) fridge. So I could just, if I really wanted my moisturizer cool, I could just stick it in the regular fridge. I don't know. Yeah. I do not understand this. Yeah, I I see the appeal in the sense of like I have a a face roller, like an ice roller for my face, and she's in my normal freezer right now. Do I forget about her ninety percent of the time? Yeah, I do. And then randomly, I'll be like, oh my god, wait, I have a a face roller. I should roll out my face this morning. But so I like understand the appeal of like keeping everything that you would want to keep cool in like the area that the rest of your like skincare and getting ready stuff is for the sake of like object permanence maybe i just need to <laughs> grow up that's also <laughs> <Object> possible <permanence. laughs> um but yeah it, it, with that being said i understand it and also have i been able to bring myself to spend my own adult money on a skincare fridge no because is it at all reasonable or that practical even also no <laughs> and a skincare fridge wouldn't even have a freezer like you couldn't even keep your ice roller in there. yeah i think it would <laughs> keep it cool it would Actually, keep it ice know. ice needs 32 degrees baby i don't really know how a skincare fridge works <laughs> <laughs> no but i i do agree it's just again if you love yours not here to yuck your gum but if you don't have one you don't need one mm-hmm. with love and light My next one is just, like, super, super trendy clothes. And that's not to say, like, you know your own personal style better than anyone else. And if something that is trendy right now is a staple in your desired wardrobe, then by all means ask. But if something – if you like something just because it's trendy right now, I feel like there's this weird philosophy with gift giving where, like, the best gifts are things that you want to own but don't want to spend your own money on. So like trends are like a great example. If you're like, I know I'm not going to wear red knee-high boots for years and years and years to come, so I don't want to spend my own money on it, but I'll ask for them for Christmas, they're still going to end up being donated to a Goodwill come a year from now. So I'm like, it is still waste. It's still wasting someone's money. Um, So I feel like Christmas is a good time to ask for like higher quality elevated basics that you'll have forever because then you're not contributing to that over consumerism. You're actually like using someone else's hard earned money over the span of a long time rather than just like a trend cycle. Uh, And yeah, I don't know. It's maybe that's a controversial opinion. And like, I think in some cases, yes, like it's nice to buy someone something that they've wanted and maybe can't like afford right now. Well, like, that's I think what I was going to different... say. Yeah. Like um, I interpret that statement differently in the sense of like, I don't, mm, how do I put this? Like things that I want to own, but don't want to spend my own money on in the sense of like, I don't think I deserve it or like, I can't justify it. Not in the sense of like, I know it won't have a lot of longevity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a massage for me. Like it's like I love them and I would love to get more massages. But like to me, I think it's a lot of money to drop on like a self-care activity. So like yeah. that's a great thing to gift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just depends, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's a good caveat. But yeah. But if it's like – like I think I've asked for – I asked Zach to get me a towel warmer and part of me is like 
I can afford a towel warmer, right? Like, they're not that expensive. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, why am I asking someone else to buy it for me? Like, do I really even want it that much if I'm not willing to spend my own money on Mm -hmm. it type of, I guess, have a critical conversation with yourself and just (laughs) decide. You know your circumstances better. But just a note on, like, not – like, there's ways to contribute to over-consumerism without spending your own money at Christmas, I guess is my point. Definitely true. Yeah. The next one is things that you already have like a ton of or just enough of. Um, yeah. You know, obviously you like it if you have a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's hard because a lot of times people's mind goes to that. Like you're like, they're like, oh, she really likes athletic wear and has a ton of it. Like yeah. I'm going to get her more athleisure because I know she likes it. Um, but you already have enough. Yeah. And that's, and that's it. Yeah. For me, this is uh, like books and journals. Like I was going through my Christmas list and I realized that I didn't put any books on there. And I was like, oh, should I add a couple of books? And then I'm like, please look at your windowsill that has 30 books that you haven't read yet on it. Like, no, Mm -hmm. you should not put more books. You have plenty of books to occupy you for the next year. Next Christmas, maybe, Mm -hmm. if you get through them. Um, But yeah, I feel like everyone has that one thing that's like, we know you love it. Maybe a little too much. You have mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> There's other things that you need <laughs> that mm-hmm. you can put on your list. Um, the next one, again, I'm really coming for the next of the name brand trendy things this episode. Mm-hmm. AirPod Maxes is my next victim. I just think you can get better quality over-the-ear headphones for a fraction of the price. And we can't even make the argument that Apple, like, created this, Mm -hmm. like, is, like, the leader in the innovation of this technology. Like, over-the-ear headphones have been around forever. Bose? Put some respect on their name. Mm -hmm. Sony? Put Mm -hmm. some respect on their name. They have been doing it forever. And then Apple came out and said, but ours are pink, and everyone lost their shit. And they're not pink. They're red. And they're red. First of all, <laughs> second of all, they're actually $500. Like, they're the same price as the Dyson Airwrap. Let that sink in. And there's just, I have a pair of $100 over the ear headphones, and they are the best thing ever. And I am so grateful that I have those and not the AirPod Maxes and $500 less in my bank account. Like, it's just, you don't need those ones. You really don't. I know it's nice to have like all of your Apple products, they talk to each other, whatever. But, like, sometimes I think we need to remember that Apple is, like, a trailblazer in the technology space, but that doesn't mean that everything is, like, the best mm-hmm. on the market. Even AirPods, I would argue, like, are not the best wireless earbuds yeah. on the market. It's all just the convenience. That's where they get you. Yeah. Yeah. And when it, you're dealing with, you know, $150, $200 for AirPods, it's a little – it's a different story. $500 for AirPod Maxes? I don't know. That's going to take a lot. I need a strong counter argument from someone to convince me to want to purchase or ask for those. And we don't talk about enough how wrong Apple's done pink in general. Like for some reason, starting like two years ago, they really started to come out with all of these like quote unquote pink things that are pink and red. Yeah. And like for what? I'm not anti-red, but uh, it's not what I – if I'm getting like a a permanent – max station i want it pink why yeah. are we pretending this is pink it's not it's red yeah and what so is the true. reason yeah. yeah why can't the pilates princesses the ballerinas we're fed up yeah <laughs> we just and want like, a baby pink different people would want the pink and the red so just make them two different oh, things for sure. you know yeah yeah for sure all right the last uh item that we don't suggest putting on your list is New skincare if you have sensitive skin. So I know you have feelings on this as the sensitive skin person of this podcast. I just feel like I spent so many Christmases asking for like nicer, expensive skincare that I wanted to try and then I use it actually one time and my whole face breaks out or I get a rash or my face is itchy or all of the above sometimes. Um And I just get, you know, really bummed out because I'm like, okay, here's this new gift. My mom or my dad or my friend spent however much money on it. And I literally can't use this product. Amazing. Um, So, yeah, I've learned 
I've learned what brands tend to be like safe spaces. So if I want to try something new, like The Ordinary is a great example. I've never had an issue with any of The Ordinary products. So I feel more comfortable asking to try different things from that brand. Summer Fridays is another one where I've had really good experiences with all the products that I've had. I wouldn't be afraid to try from that brand. Tower 28, you're on my hit list. Respectfully, (laughs) you're on my hit list. That SOS spray, I've never, I had literal cystic acne. I've never had cystic acne before. And that spray gave me cystic acne. Riddle me that. All you girlies saying it's for sensitive skin, wrong. Not this (laughs) sensitive skin. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. If you have very sensitive, reactive skin, sometimes it's just best to ask for more of what you know works than Mm -hmm. to take the risk experimenting and then be uh, disappointed and in pain in the end. Fair enough. All right. Now we're going to transition into more so the list of things that we think you should not get other people. So take us away. All right. Starting with a classic gag gift. The like white elephant Yankee swap thing. I'm kind of sick and tired of turning it into a joke. You Mm. should just get something useful for someone. Because I can't tell you like my office, one of my coworkers got like a deck of cards that had quotes from the show The Office. And a desk cleaning kit. We are a remote company, in case you were wondering. <laughs> and it's just, I've literally, anytime I go into the office, it is just sitting on his office desk that he does not work at in day-to-day. Just collecting mm-hmm. dust. So that's like a good example of like, okay, yeah, was it under $20 and meet the criteria that we were looking for in a Yankee swap? Sure. Is it literally useless? Like you might as well have just set that $20 bill on fire or put the $20 bill in the circle as your gift. Yeah. Um, so I like, I, and that's not to say, I think it's fun to have like funny, creative gifts. An example I'll give if you are my mother and you are listening. I don't think she listens. But if you are, turn it off. I'm so serious. Um, we were in Newport and we got, we went into a store that had the like, beer can candles which are low-key like trendy right now i feel like Mm -hmm. i see them all the time um and my mom is a huge bud light drinker and they had a candle in a bud light can so i'm like that's like tongue-in-cheek very funny like yeah poking fun at her candle you can still use it for its intended purpose exactly and it's like a good smelling candle so she'll be able to like keep it on her nightstand or you know one of the side tables in our living room wherever she wants to keep it light it get use out of it and when she opens it there'll be there will be that like funny mm-hmm. factor to the whole experience a comedic relief to mm-hmm. the whole experience um so yeah just keep that in mind like think of how functional the gag gift is if it's not gonna get used or talked about or acknowledged after it's opened go back to the drawing board yeah my first one is like anti-aging products or like fitness or like exercise products with the caveat of like if they don't ask for it and if you don't know for a fact that they're into it. Like I think I would be pleased to get, you know, weights or something like that. But if someone didn't tell you that they're like trying to be in their fitness era era, or like you don't know that they enjoy fitness, like that could be perceived as like you don't work out enough or whatever. Um, Yeah. And similar with, like, the anti-aging. It's, like, I think you look old, so you should use this. Unless they're, like, I really want to try this, like, expensive brand or whatever. Just depends on, like, your dynamic for sure. But, yeah, things that, like, could have uh, subliminal messaging, you know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, The next one is perfume, unless you really know their taste or you know that they have, like, a signature or favorite perfume that you can buy for them. Um, This is a really good one because perfume is so personal. And what one person really, really likes, another person could absolutely hate. And it also wears differently on different people's skin. Mm -hmm. So it's really a dice roll of whether or not, number one, they'll like it just from, like, initial spray. And then if it'll, like, end up wearing nicely on them. So I feel like that's always a better gift to get if they explicitly ask for a certain perfume uh then to try to gamble or if you want to gift perfume uh sephora does those nice sets where Mm -hmm. they give you like 
10 different ones to try and it has a coupon to redeem a full size. So then they can try those 10 and pick the one that they like the best and still get a full size perfume out of it. Yeah, those are the best. And also perfume is so expensive. So like to drop it's like so expensive. over $100 and have someone like not like the scent is just yeah, sad. Devastating. The next one is like a personal pet peeve of mine. And I just find it so weird when someone gives you like a Christmas or like holiday themed item for Christmas. This could be a hot take, but like this, and I, this was a nice gesture. So I don't want to sound bratty about it, but like a couple years ago, like one of our neighbors gave me like, um, basically like a Christmas baking set, like a night, like a Christmas mixing bowl with like snowmen on it. And then like Christmas tree, like little cookie cutters and like that kind of thing. And I opened it on Christmas and it's like, what am I going to do? Save this for next year? Like mm-hmm. put this in my cupboard for, for 11 months? Like what is the point? Like maybe yeah. maybe you can give someone like a Christmas blanket or something like that if you're giving it yeah. to them in like November and there's still like some time to like use it and enjoy it. But it's like don't give me a Santa item on Christmas. I don't get yeah. it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it either. And I also – I used to be very into like just like – getting specific things for Christmas and now I'm like it's only gonna get used for a month of the year I think like some seasonal decor can be like fun and like sure you know you can get like general like wintry things like I have a cute pillow from Target that just has like skiing people on it so it's like wintry but not Christmassy you know that's different yeah but like do not get me like a Rudolph thing that I'm gonna open on Christmas morning like what is the point (laughs) yeah that's a good point I my uh, Another exception for me is socks because I'll wear Christmas socks whenever. No, no one mm. even sees your socks really, and I just love a pair of socks. Um, but yeah, I concur. The next one is cleaning supplies because even though they're practical, uh, giving someone cleaning supplies could be perceived as suggesting they may need to clean more. And again, if they asked for it, like a couple years back, my brother asked for a vacuum, so he got mm-hmm. a vacuum for Christmas. Obviously, that's a different story. But yeah, it's like. Kind of like the fitness exercise thing. You just want to be careful about what you are uh, unconsciously suggesting. Yeah, Yeah. implying with your gifts. Um, Though, like I said, if they asked and if like it's a situation where they've like just moved into like an apartment or a house or something, then maybe that's different. Again, use your discretion. Think of the circumstance of the person you're gifting to. But if it's just like your best friend of 10 years. They probably don't want to open a can of Lysol on yeah. Christmas. I'm just venturing a guess. Yeah, I was going to say there it was one time that I got someone um, like a Blue Land starter kit, but it was because they had just had a baby and they were talking about how they felt like they needed to switch all the stuff in their house to be like non-toxic. And so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is like one – I could help them switch this like one aspect of yeah. their household, you know? Um, but yeah, other than that, just kind of a weird move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The next one is a little bit of, like, a squishy category, but, like, things that are just obviously such a, like, re-gift. Like, Mm -hmm. things that this person just has, like, would have no interest in or is just, like, so random. Like, I'm not anti-re-gifting. If you actually think this next person is going to get, like, way more use and enjoyment out of something than you are, then, like, by all means, that just, like, is a sustainable thing to do. But, like, if it's just, like, the most random item, like, I can't think of a good example right now, but, like... If it's just like an obvious regift and you know the person's gonna open it and be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> like, don't yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. I will say there have been times where there like um when I worked at my college's tutoring center, there was a gift that was regifted every single year. Like it was like a dra- <laughs> like an assumption, like drawstring. I think it was like the bit. Like it's like you're mm. deemed the next person to have to regift this gift but i happened to open it my senior year and i was like so you were stuck with it yeah the tradition dies here i don't even know where that bag is but yeah that's it's never fun to get regifted stuff the rejects yeah no, no fun unless it's like you said not obvious and you are like i'll not get use out of this but i know the perfect person who would love this i do think like regifting stuff is fine for um like a white elephant or like yankee swap though so, yeah like, use it for yeah. that you know yeah, that's a good point. The last one is pets. Talk about uh, giving the gift of responsibility this holiday <laughs> season. 
I've never understood, and I, I'm sure this isn't how it's like actually works in real life, but in like movies and commercials and stuff, when people like literally open like a box and like a puppy yeah. disappears. I'm like, how long has the puppy been in there? Uh, how did it breathe? Is it okay? <laughs> but yeah, pets obviously is um, it's a lot of responsibility. You don't know someone's circumstances. Uh, and it's an uh, expensive gift, both for you and for uh, the receiver. Mm-hmm. So again, use your discretion. Maybe I can't think of a time in my life where it would have been appropriate to gift an animal. Uh, but if you can think of a time, that's fine. Uh, but just really, I think, take a step back and think about the implications of <laughs> gifting yeah. that to someone. I think the only time this is fine is if it's like your partner and like you are going to be yeah. equally involved in like the taking care of the thing <laughs> yes and you've had extensive conversations about mutually wanting to yeah. acquire said pet <laughs> and you decide to do that as a christmas surprise sure um but yeah especially when like parents would gift I again i feel like it's the movie cliche but parents gifting like kids a dog and i'm like you just gifted yourself yeah having to pick up dog poop in the backyard for the next 15 years exactly <laughs> so sorry yeah all right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our anti-wish list, the worst gifts to ask for and receive this lovely yeah. holiday season. And hopefully we de-influenced you from either yeah. asking for or purchasing a bad gift. Yeah. And if any of this stuff is something that you are absolutely dying to receive or very excited to give, don't let us stop you. We just hope that this gave you the pause to think critically about whether or not it's a good idea and if it is rock on Mm -hmm. feel free to submit to our anonymous submission box and tell us that we were wrong Mm -hmm. but i don't think we will be so (laughs) (laughs) all right well you know what to do you can follow us on instagram you can submit to that anonymous so you say submission i say suggestion i don't know what it's actually called but whatever that box is cover the bases and you can email us and With that, we will chat with you guys next week. Bye, guys.